Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Is the airline sector going to need a bailout? I think so. Um, when I was looking, um, if you look at ULCC, their last high was five years ago. JetBlue, their last high was three years ago. Um, Southwest, their last high was three years ago. United Airlines, last high was in 2019. Delta, last high was in 2019. Some um are doing okay or they're stable, but they haven't made new highs in three to five years. Um, I know there have been attempts at mergers and I normally don't like those in the airline space, but if the entire sector is doing bad and no money is going to go into them and outflows are from the hedge funds are cons uh, considerably going out quarter over quarter, like what are they going to do? Um, I think a part of the issue, of course, everyone wants flights for cheaper, Things cost more. Gas prices continue to fluctuate. But I don't think, given the issue that we've had with uh, United Airlines, there's not enough money being poured back into the planes and experience is not the best. Um, I've always hated this category to, to invest in long term. But I'm wondering, do they need a bailout to prevent some of these companies from going out of business? We've seen it in a small banking community. They have a lot of issues right now. 
And um, I'm just worried if they don't get a bailout or if some changes are not made, two or three of these will go out of business in the future. So keep your eye on that. But what do you guys think? Do they need a bailout or should we just let them go out of business? Let what? Let who go out of business? S some of these airlines. Like who? JetBlue's underperforming. Alaska's underperforming. American mm -hmm. Airlines is underperforming. Spirit. Boston. Oh, you can't. I mean, you can't let every airline. Like, then how would you fly? I agree. No, I'm not saying let all of them. Should we let some, or do they need money pumped into the sector to make the airlines more competitive? It's tough, man. Um, when you think about, especially people who travel, uh, you, you, as you can see, right the 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 way we're traveling has changed. The amount of space that you're getting on these seats has changed, but the it's price limited. Level, Right and the prices. Even with the God, I was like, "What plane is this? Soul plane?" <laughs> Shout out to Delta. Um, the 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 space has has gone down, but the the prices have increased. Um, yeah, which you know, for the average family, you got to take that into account when you're talking about discretionary spending. How much money will you yeah. have to even travel? Um, there are a lot of these airlines, but I think one of the things we need to look at is who's making the planes. Right. So when you talk about Alaska, why, well, why is Alaska trailing? Well, why why are we seeing it decline? Well, that the incident that they had when a door flies off, that doesn't help the stock. But Boeing's making that plane. Right. And so when we see Boeing get affected because of the these are this is how it works. It's a trickle down effect. Who makes the plane? Yep. So the first is the company that gets affected, then the maker of the plane gets affected. And so since Boeing has struggled over the past three to four years and they haven't had quite figured it out on the 737, the entire industry has, has taken going to suffer. Uh, it's going to take a hit and it has suffered for a bit. Um, and it goes back to one of your golden rules that not investing in things that have an engine or a motor. And every yeah. time I see reports like this, it reminds me of why that's such a good rule if I'm yeah. beginning in investing, because some of these things are not in your control, right? How, how do you control that? Right. When they did the investigation of why the do door flew off, they said that, you know what, a few of the screws weren't tightened. How, like as a as a shareholder, these things are not in your control. Yeah. And quick turnaround time on flight. They barely clean the planes properly. You can't do like a proper inspection if it's flying from L.A. to New York and or L.A. to Newark. Like I think uh, and Boeing has recovered some. But I mean, if we look at 2001, they went up a lot, then came back down in 2008 and nine, crashed in 2020. They haven't got back to those highs. So I think right. when I'm looking at like American exceptionalism, we'll talk about China later. Um, there's a few industries that need to improve and we can't put all of our weight in on technology, AI, chip manufacturing. But some of the industrial plays like this and infrastructure have to improve. And the entire sector of airlines is fucked up right now. Right. Like right. if I had to, if you gave me a million dollars to put into airlines, I couldn't tell you one that I would comfortably be able to, to invest in for a two or three year period. That would give me a great return. Yeah. Uh, pre pandemic Boeing was trading over $400 at, at peak at 422 in 2019. It yep. has gotten above 200, but it's been sitting in that consolidation between 180 to to around 220 for the past two to three years. Uh, and yep. now it's on a downtrend right now after, you know, some of the incidents that's been happening with the 737. So interesting to watch. Uh, but if I had to, I probably, I mean, Boeing is, you know, when, when you talk about government contracting and 
something that's not going to go out of business. Yeah. That that probably won't go out of business, right? When we're talking about the yeah. amount of money that the government can spend and them having contracts with them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a tough space to 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 dump money in for me, for me personally. Absolutely. So I would stay away from all airlines right now. What's your theory again for people that just um, started watching? Uh, stay away from anything, any company that has an engine um, as a main product. I know some people are going to say, what about Tesla? Tesla is really a technology play with a little bit of solar masquerading as an automotive company, because if so, they wouldn't have the current valuation that they do have. Because it's maybe nine or 10 automotive companies that are outselling Tesla mm -hmm. if you're looking at top line revenue. Mm -hmm. um, so if it's a cruise line, airline, automotive company, I won't invest in because the costs are too high and those assets uh, depreciate too fast when they are taken off the lot. Those assets, y'all. Assets. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if y'all can buy it if you want to for your personal life, but in the stock, leave it alone. Yeah. So let's talk about um, we have a, a guest that we're going to have a conversation with, but before that, let's talk about the S&P 500 hit all-time high um, and it's still running. So the number one question, obviously, is going to be, is it too late to invest mm -hmm. in the S&P 500? And um, here's a fun fact for you guys, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, so the S&P 500 is at an all-time high. We know NVIDIA just keeps going. NASDAQ, QQQ, the stock market is going up, right? Um, since 1952, Damn. the market has never had a down year when an incumbent president is running for re-election. What is incumbent? That's somebody who's already in office, right? So it's never had a down year in almost 70, 72 years. 72 years, the stock market has not had a down year when a president that is in office that's running for re-election is running during an, during an election year. Yeah. And obviously Joe Biden is in office and he's running, at least now. He might drop out, who knows, but... At least now he's still running. So, um, you know, it's a couple of theories on this, but in layman's terms, um, you know, why if you the White House has a lot of influence, right? As far as Treasury Department and different things of that nature. Um, why would you not want the economy to do well when you're up for reelection? So you Absolutely. use all you use all the tools at your disposal to make sure that the economy is running well for the year that you um it's like going to a to a job interview, right? Like you're gonna make sure you get a haircut. You're gonna make sure that everything is done correctly to put yourself in the best position possible. And let's not forget Jerome Powell, who is the chair of the Federal Reserve. Yes. And if you're not familiar, so for the people that say presidents have no power, that's not entirely. That's not actually true. They don't have absolute power, but they have some. They have power. So yeah. Who appoints? the chair of the Federal Reserve. Civics question for anybody in the chat. Do you know? Do you know? Jeopardy time. Do, 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 you, do, do you, got, you guys know? You're going to educate nope, us all right now. <coughs> the President of the United States. Ding, 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 so, ding. Yep. Jerome Powell theoretically could still work even if um, his boss gets fired, but probably not. I would have Trump said he's out of there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's gonna. So it's just human nature, right? He's yeah. gonna do. He, he wants to keep his job, 
I assume, right? So he's going to do his best job possible to make sure the economy yeah. is up and up because it's probably his last days working if Trump gets elected. So there's, there's a trickle death. Like now you start to see that there's a domino effect here. It's not just one person loses a job. If Biden goes down, his whole administration goes, especially yeah. Trump. He's not keeping anybody. So yeah. there's a whole, no crowd. everybody going. Yeah. So there's a white, there's a White House machine that pumps this economy, pumps the stock market during election years to make sure that the president has the best chance of winning. You as an investor should know that because it's key. You should know if if the stock market has it now. Is it? 100% guaranteed. No, anything can happen, mm -hmm. but it's a high probability that mm -hmm. it doesn't hurt. Yeah. And I, I think what, what, what Powell has in his favor, even if, if Biden isn't reelected, which is unfortunate is that you look at the track record, right? If you look at the, the market over the past four years, the Dow, the S and P S and P went over 5,000 for the first time. NASDAQ was historic, historic right? The NASDAQ, yeah, very close. I'm sure it probably will at some point hit its all time high. These numbers, the the Dow went over thirty thousand for the first time during this administration. So yeah, the the numbers are there. The history shows that they've done a great job. That he's done a good job as as a Fed chair. But sometimes good isn't great enough. Um. So yeah, it, it's not rock party. <laughs> sometimes good isn't got to be elite. Enough. But That's if we look at it, we only had one bad year while he's been chair like 2022 was rough but yeah if we look at the rise of nvidia amd's resurgence meta that's because of the policy so it helps to know what the treasury and, and fed chair is going to do to know the temperament yeah. to allow you to see if they're going to allow the economy to grow because there's a bunch of ways he could have played the inflation angle he could have dropped rates really fast really aggressively yeah. i think he did a good job of managing that ship in the middle of a storm yeah, like without that policy, we we would not be here today. He's been pretty adamant about getting it back down to two percent, and I mean, they people were expecting going into the year that March would be the first rate uh, Fed rate cut, but it didn't happen. But look, you still got June, you still got July, you still got all of the summer leading up to the election where you can cut a quarter, half a percent. Yeah, I mean, you got these tools at your discretion, so. I mean, that only helps, you, use right? You start seeing, seeing inflation go down, CPI numbers. Everything is indicating that this is a positive environment for the market. So, yeah, yeah. election years sometimes help. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.